Welcome to the OP Podcast for entrepreneurs who want to find more meaning in life and more profitability in business. Today, you'll hear from an entrepreneur just like you as they share a tip or two about optimizing life and business. Let's join the conversation. Hello, and welcome to Optimize Profitability Season 2. This is part two of a four-part series titled The Only Four Ways to Increase Profits in Your Business. These are the core fundamentals that every business needs to understand. My host today is business coach, Law Leeds. So Law Leeds, let's jump into part two. All right. Thanks, Matthew. Thanks for having me on here. This is going to be fun. I love this, this concept because there are only four levers in your business that you can use to increase profitability. Last week, we talked about getting more leads. So you want to get more customers to start with. The next one is to get your current customers to buy more frequently. Think about it. How often do you go to the grocery store, Matthew? Once every week, about average for everybody else. Okay. And how many times do you go to, let's say, get gas? For me, every day, but most okay. people do twice a week. Maybe so there's an increased frequency to getting gas. Why do you think so many grocery stores put gas stations in front of them? It's convenient. Exactly. They're increasing the amount of frequency you get coming to their store. Do you see that? Why do you think convenience stores have gas stations in them? Because it is convenient. But grocery stores started doing that because they realized convenience stores, people would go get gas. They'd pick up that gallon of milk that they normally would have had to go to the store and get. And so by creating this new environment, they've created a new system. So when we talk about increasing the, the frequency of your customer, you have to understand the driving interest. What is the point of your customer coming back to you? So Matthew, what is one thing that you're currently selling? I'm selling a digital storefront for Okay, so a digital storefront is something someone has to buy from you. So they're buying a website, is that correct? Yeah, they're buying a website, basically moving from a local storefront to a digital storefront. So getting online. So how would you think, what's another frequency they can have? So if they want to add a new product, that's a new frequency, right? Correct. So if you helped your customer who had that storefront have more products to sell, that's a more frequency for you. Yes. See? And so I want to to do these little examples because I want us to see how real this is in real life. And so number one is understand you got to drive the interest. Whatever it is you're selling, understand how you can sell more of it. Do you know what the the easiest way to get people to come back is? No. (laughs) Just ask them. (laughs) How many times have you went to the store? Let's (laughs) say that you went to a yogurt shop and you sign up on their little email list. And by the end of that week, they sent you a little email message saying, hey, come back, we miss you. Or here's a coupon for 20% off. Next time you come in. in Exactly. So that's part of the thing is understand you have to drive the interest. So if I have a... A yogurt shop, my way of driving interest to get them to come back more frequency, may be introducing new items to them. It may be introducing a buy one, get one free type thing. We're going to talk more about those kind of things later. Um, But think about it. What is your solution and what problem do you solve? Because if you understand the solution you have and the problem you solve, you can understand how to get customers to come back more frequently. So Matthew, the problem that you're solving is what? There's actually two problems because of COVID. <laughs> but the main problem was a lot of people are missing out on like e-commerce is a good example. A lot of people are missing out on money opportunities by not having a website, not putting their products and services online. And two, because everything's shut down right now, there's no way for certain businesses to make money. If they're online, 
that opens another stream of income for them. Exactly. See, what's happened is we have jumped ahead seven to 10 years on the e-commerce side of the world because of all the shutdowns with, with COVID. <clears throat> The reason we're talking about that, because if more people are shopping online and more people are getting comfortable shopping online, that means you need to be online. You understand there's a problem because people cannot go to their store to purchase a specific product. We, um, you got to think through that. If I sell knit scarves, I used to be able to set up a shop or I can go to a farmer's market or set that up and everything. But now I can't do that. I've got to sell it online. It's got to be on Etsy, Shopify, or I've got to create my own website to draw that interest. So make sure you understand what is your solution and what is the problem? What is the problem and what's the solution to that problem? So you have to create urgency. A good way to create urgency is to have some kind of countdown timer. So come in next week for the special available only this week. That's an urgency factor that gets somebody to come in. They, they didn't think they were going to come in that week, but because you ask them to come in, remember what I said, the easiest way to do it is ask them. Yeah. How do we ask them? We have to own our audience. If we don't have a newsletter, some way for someone to sign up for us, you can have an app. You can have an email form on your website. You can have them sign up on your Facebook. But again, last week we talked about this on Facebook. You don't own your audience. Facebook owns your audience. You're borrowing the audience. You're borrowing their platform. So it's important that you own your audience. They've got to be somewhere where you can access them, whether it's text messaging, you can do SMS marketing on your phone. You can set up an app on your phone. You can set up um, a newsletter, an email newsletter. Um, you can set up your own chat form on your website. You can set up your own forum if you want to on your website. Imagine how powerful it would be if you have a specific niche market. Let's say it's dog lovers who love chai weenies, right, Matthew? <laughs> yes, owner of so, them right here. Matthew has a chai weenie. I've got to give him a hard time about that. But if you have chai weenies and you created a, a forum specifically for people who own chai weenies and you put that on your website, you're going to have an automated audience built into your website. You see? And so that creates that, that speaking to their mind and speaking to their needs. So what are the needs that your customer has that you can come back to? So let's go back to the grocery store. People only came once a week. To the grocery store. So they would come, they buy five or six things. They're like, how can we get people to come back more? Well, if you put a gas station in front of our store, they're more likely to come by and stop by because they're already there. So now they've increased the frequency of people coming into their store because of a simple thing of a gas station. So they created a revenue source that brought in the customers they currently have more frequently. It's a really simple concept. So what are some other things? What about a loyalty campaign? Matthew, are you part of any loyalty campaigns? Gosh, so many of them, I can't even count. <laughs> I've got some loyalty cards. As a matter of fact, I'm going to grab them right quick. If you're on the video, you can see this. If you're on the other one, you can't. You see this? I've got a stack of cards like this from this thrift store because I keep forgetting to bring it with me. <laughs> and so I have all these things to remind me to come back, but I keep forgetting it when I do go back. So it doesn't work that way. So make sure that your loyalty campaign is something that relates to your customer. If your customer isn't carrying around your little loyalty card and you're not punching it, that may not work. So think about a digital loyalty card. Matter of fact, Matthew, I think we can help with that, can't we? What are you going to say? Yes, we can. <laughs> I know a company that actually does uh, online too. So yeah, but us. we do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's kind of funny, guys. And when you're listening to our podcast, I hope you don't hear us being salesy. But look, if you need help and we can help you, I want to make sure you understand we can help you. Lever number two is get people come back more frequently. And if you're not currently communicating with your audience, you're not collecting your audience and communicating with them. That's the two steps, communicate and collect. If you're not asking them to come back, if you have no way of doing that, you're not keeping in touch with your customers, which means 
you are not serving your customer. That's harsh. But the way to get people to come back more frequently is to make them understand that you care about them. And the way you care about them is to sell them more. There's an old, there's an old saying, and I forgot who said it. I wish I could tell you, but he basically said, if you can't, you can't serve people, if you don't sell people, if they don't know that you're offering this special service, then there's no way you can do that. You've got to keep in touch with them. So what are some little tidbits you could do? Um, what about celebration? Matthew, can you think of anything that you have seen in the marketing campaign that is celebrated and brought you into them, make you go back to that, that place once every so often? Uh, I, I, not, I don't go to this just because I haven't in a while, but I really enjoyed National Pancake Day. Now that was this week <laughs> and IHOP will give you like a free short stack of free pancakes if you go in there. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> IHOP is tied into a National Pancake Day, which happens in February. And each year they remind people, hey, if you haven't been at IHOP in a while, so Matthew, do you eat at IHOP any other time during the year? Not really. No. Exactly. So they're increasing <laughs> your frequency just to get you to come in the door. And you're not going to just buy pancakes. You're going to buy something to drink. You're going to want to add addition eggs. things to it. You're going to need some bacon and eggs. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> and so the point is, here's an, a restaurant that hardly people your age go to. Let's be honest. It's for older people. That's their demographic. True. Senior discount. <laughs> so younger people go to IHOP on this special day because they're giving away free stuff, but because they're there, they spend more money. So they're creating the frequency of connecting those people. And the fun thing about that is you don't have to be part of their audience to be reminded about that. They do all kinds of marketing campaigns and it's funny. They're doing expensive marketing campaigns. If they just had a single place where people signed up for the National Pancake Day, they could market to them all year long. Oh yeah. Imagine how many times they can get you to come back. Hey, we're giving away free bacon with every short stock purchase. Oh, anybody would do that. See, anybody and so they have not caught on to, and I hate to talk bad about big businesses because they're making money, but they could be making so much more if they learn to serve their audience. If you want your customers to come back more frequently, let them understand you're there to serve them. So the reason I talk about celebration, my wife got a, a message, I think it was last week. Uh, we have a restaurant called Fuzzy's Taco. I love this place. And no, the tacos are not fuzzy. It's just a funny little thing of saying it. Um, but they'll do Taco Tuesday. You know, they'll remind you, hey, Tuesday, we're still have this going on. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was National Guacamole Day. They did that. Um, but I think it was last week they, they came out and said, hey, this is our 10-year anniversary. Come celebrate with us. And they had to buy one, get one free, something like that. It wasn't a great deal. But because they reminded me that they were celebrating something that made me want to be part of the celebration. People want to be part of something. That's huge. Jot that down. If you don't jot anything else down from this entire thing, jot down that people want to be part of something. If you celebrate and you can join, help them join to celebrate, you can get them to come in more frequently. Think about all of the, um, I think it's October is, Bre is breast cancer awareness month. I believe so. Or I believe it is. I don't know that you can quote me on that later or whatever, but uh, think of how many people do um, cancer walks during that month. Tons. That's how many people do exactly how many people do marathons? Why do they do that? They're trying to get more customers. Yes, but they're also increasing the frequency because if you sign up for that walk or whatever, they're going to invite you into their store for a special, for a special celebration in that specific category. And so they're tying in that frequency factor. The frequency is huge. If I go buy a car from a, from a location, am I ever going to go back to that location again, Matthew? 
Probably not. Why would I go back to that vacation, that location? If there was a reason, like your car broke down or something. Okay. What about oil changes? Oil changes is a good idea. Entire locations. Exactly. How many new cars that you buy now come with a year's worth of maintenance? Most of the time they don't. A lot of them do actually. That's a new thing. Oh, a lot really? of them do. Yes. Because when you buy your car, they come with free maintenance. Why are they doing that? They're increasing your frequency of coming there because gotcha. maybe next year or two years, you'll get to see those new models coming out when you come in there, get an oil change. And if you see the new models, they can say the new models. Otherwise, you'd never go back there to your cars ready to be gone. And so they're increasing the frequency by providing a service. It does cost them a little bit, but if you average out how much that costs and how much the cars are, I mean, there's lots of numbers we can go into this and we're not gonna do that on this. Uh, maybe one of the other ones we will, actually, I think we are on the next one. Um, but on this one, we're not gonna do numbers, but I want you thinking about it. If your customer just came back two more times than they usually do. So let's say a customer comes once a month, right? That's 12 times. If your customer comes back, well, let's say 10 times, let's say they come down because they don't come in Thanksgiving, Christmas, let's say. They don't come in November, December. If they just came 10 times and you increase that by two, you've had it, you've got a 20% increase on your profits. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to make the math really simple with a 10 to two. So if they came in only 10 times during the year and you can get them to come back two more times during that year, you've increased your profits by 20%. What would happen to your bottom line if you could increase your bottom line by 20%? That would be very significant for some companies. If you have a $100,000 company, you just increased your, your value of your company by $20,000, that value that year, that profit. And what happens if you do the same thing next year? Now you're increasing another 20% because you've learned the frequency factor. And now you're not just making another 20,000, but next year you're going to make 24,000 for that same amount of effort to getting them to come back twice as more. So if you take lever number one, more customers, and lever number two, come back more frequently, you're going to see how that increase, how those, those can exponentially increase your business. You wonder how people get to million dollar businesses? That's how they do it. Make sense? Makes sense. So, Customer support is huge. Contacting people and let them know they're there. Matthew, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not paying attention to our time. I don't want to overvalue. We want to- One minute to five. Okay, good. I thought I was in the right place. So here's the next two things. We're going to wrap up with these two things. Um, number one is customer support. And number two is expectations. If you can meet someone's expectations, they're more likely to come back. If your customer support adds, reaches out to them, I mean, I've got a customer support team- um, I wish I could show you it's on my other wall over here, but I had a company, they sent me a gift before I ever met with them. It's crazy, isn't it? That was a lead source. However, they also sent me a uh, coupon for a free dinner to meet with them. Huh. My entire staff, they sent me another coupon if I purchased their products and everything. So they begin this, they, be, they pre-sold the customer service. Isn't that kind of crazy to think about? So what happens if somebody buys something from you and they get a special gift in the mail? Dang. That means you've exceeded their customer expectations. They're going to come back to you because they're going to see what you do next. So if you don't have this, here's your nugget for the day. Create a wow program. Somebody's going to receive something from your business. And when they open it, they're going to be like, wow. And when they do that, you've got a customer for life. You get that customer to come back more often because they'll always remember you. You got a lot of people, they'll give out pens. This pen has a little uh, stylus thing on the, on the end of it and everything. People love this pen because it's a high class pen. A lot of people give away the really cheap ones 
Well, when I went and got pins, I got a, a more expect a higher expected pin because people will keep these more. They're going to come back more frequently because I'm keeping myself in front of them. That's what social media is all about is to keep your, your business in front of your customer. Again, go back and watch last week's because we talked about why you use and how you can use social media. So make sure you increase your sales expectation. And if you want customers to come back more frequently, make sure you drive interest and ask them to come back. It's that simple. Create a loyalty campaign, a newsletter, do something to keep in touch with them, whether you're celebrating them or setting a high expectation because of the value of customer service you have. If you do that, a simple 20% increase in your business could significantly change the direction of your business. I've been Lyle. This is Optimized Profitability. And we'll see you on the next time around. We're going to talk about, I'm not going to tell you. We got session number three coming up. This has been session number two. We talked about frequency, getting your customer to come back more frequently. Make sure you go back and look at number one of how to get leads for your customers, for more customers. All righty. And I'm Matthew, and we'll see you on part three next week. Thanks for listening to the OP Podcast. Join the conversation on Facebook or look us up online at OptimizeProfitability.com. And always remember, you were born with a purpose. Now, go live like you believe it.